Welcome to Discover a Better You podcast, formerly known as Uncommon Sense on Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Coach Christina, owner of Discover a Better You LLC, co-founder of the nonprofit Heart Centered Matters, and certified professional coach. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical advice and tough love on relationships from a Christian perspective. We'll cover everything from the law of attraction, the five love languages and boundaries, to self-love and modern dating. It means so much to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to be coachable, and be encouraged. What's new with this podcast? Each month, I'll be bringing on guests from diverse backgrounds with various stories and beliefs. They will be sharing their heart as well as their passion for many types of self-improvement. Their expertise may be in health, fitness, finance, business, mindset, or relationships. But if they're on this show, I guarantee they'll be bringing you value that will improve your life as well as your relationships. I hope you all love this new dimension of the show. If these episodes are meaningful to you, please let me know by subscribing, leaving a message, a review, or sharing with a friend. I also love when you send me topic ideas that you would like included in the next episode. But whichever way you choose to participate in this group, thank you. Please welcome our guest, Nicole Ritchie. Nicole is a coach, a self-awareness advocate, a Pilates expert, a Pilates studio owner, as well as a psychology student. I know you will love her knowledge on how she has learned to navigate life through a lens of awareness, openness, confidence, and compassion. Hello, Nicole, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Hi, Christina. It's nice to reconnect with you after it's been a little bit of time. So I'm really, really excited. Yes, me too. It has been quite a while, but I really enjoyed our talk. And I feel like you give such a such a wonderful perspective on how self-awareness can you know, help with every other aspect of our life. So I'd love for you to tell a little bit about your story and, um, and what leads you to talk to your audience about self-awareness and um, everything that that embodies. Sure. Um, well, originally I'm from New Zealand. I'm from quite a small town in the North Island. It's called Taranaki or Taranaki, as some people will um, sound it out. Wow. I grew up, yeah, so like the Maori, the Maori way of saying it is Taranaki, but most people say t- Okay depending on kind of your accent, I guess. Um, I grew up on a farm, so was literally out in the farm side, gosh, my, mm-hmm. most of my life really, um, and uh, was pretty much a nature girl, loved being outside, outdoors, um, very, very grounding, yeah. I guess, upbringing. Didn't really know that that was kind of part of, I thought, you know, obviously as a kid that that was part of everyone's right. childhoods. And, you know, when you're naive and you're in your world and that's kind exactly. of the world that everyone has. Um, and I loved being out on the farm and out with my dad, um, just out with nature. For me, nature is quite a big thing. And I wasn't really exposed to, I guess, the, the wider world until about I was 13 and I actually okay. did an exchange to China. So I went to China and lived there for a few months and that completely transformed my whole view I guess of 
my own world in a way, um, exposed mm-hmm. to something completely different. Um, but I was always very relaxed and open when I was there and I enjoyed my time. I thoroughly loved being immersed in a different culture, but it just made me think a lot about myself. Um, also how yeah, I perceive everything. Absolutely. How I think. Yeah, for sure. And how I think when you, you are, I guess I was in a bubble, a little really safe bubble um, back home. And I'm very, very grateful for that. I'm very lucky. I still to this, this day kind of understand that. But I was super, super curious. So once I went to university, which was in Wellington in New Zealand, it's the bottom of the North Island. I, it was my first time, I guess, away from living from my parents. And then that was it. I knew that I wanted to jump around the world, um, see different things, be exposed. So in myself, I was challenged. Um, that for me was always quite a curiosity. I, I used to be very comfortable where I was. And then once I actually got exposure, I guess, in China, realized, oh gosh, um, I can grow so much and I can learn so much. And I kind of want to be, um, thrown. Yeah. You got a little taste of the rest of the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah. So university, I studied, um, a BTM, which is actually a bachelor of tourism management. So I did my postgrad in volunteer okay. tourism and I was originally going to move to Africa after that, but got a job, random story, in England um, where I was a gap student or graduate gap student. So pretty much you um, help out assistant te- or okay. your assistant teachers in their classes. And from there I got amazing travel time and I got, paid to do it really well because of my um, wonderful study and just traveled the world I left New Zealand pretty quick and then that was kind of my you know my exposure to now I'm by my I'm on my own I was on my own at university but I think this was my time to not be attached to even my parents to take care of myself to put myself in a different situation where it was you know personal responsibility yeah. I think in a very very right it's way. a bold move but um, a really eye-opening move and you know just to take on that responsibility that is huge but it's also an opportunity and obviously you saw that as an opportunity to grow yeah for sure I think um it's funny I think back to it and realize that I was so comfortable where I was in my in New Zealand in my life everything was yeah I was very 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 blessed um but my curiosity to push myself and push my own personal boundaries which I know for people is very terrifying um because it's the unknown like today like what's happening today we just don't know what's going to happen day by day um we have to take every day as it comes and you know you experience so many different emotions even with what's happening um you might wake up today feeling great you might feel anxious you might feel lost might feel really empowered and I feel like that's kind of the experience I had yeah all those the combination of everything right and and each day it's probably a little different but each day you also learn and you you do feel that growth over time yeah for sure so then that was kind of it I stepped out and I had I had a break from study um which was really really good I also worked full-time my post-grad year which was a lot of work, but it was amazing. I worked with first-year students, so I loved it. But that was just my time to – I wanted to go 
just see what happens, see what happened with the world. And then jumped back to Sydney, long story, okay. changed my career. <laughs> so right. that's another one. So um, I lived in London for a wee bit and then I changed my career. I was um, an operations manager working for a clothing company oh, wow. in London. And then I just did not like the corporate right. world at all. And it happened okay. fast. I probably spent a good six months and realized I couldn't, kind of felt like mm-hmm. it wasn't me. I was I was fighting something that, yeah, deep down wasn't making me right. happy. I think financially fine, um, everything else is fine. And what it looks like, which I think a lot of people struggle with, when the outside looks like you have everything kind yes. of set up and what you always wanted, but deep down it wasn't really I'm so glad that you recognized my, my that like self. so soon because I know so many yeah. people that have stayed for, you know, five years, 10 years, or they just stay for their entire life and they never truly um, align what their passion is with what they're actually doing because they do get comfortable. Mm. So that's amazing. And that shows right there kind of your innate sense of self-awareness. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things. I it took me time. Like I'm I'm definitely not someone who, you know, in two days would decide, gosh, I'm I'm gonna leave this. But I think you initially get even for me now, obviously, oh well, I'm a Pilates instructor and I teach movement, but my body showed me a lot before my brain okay. caught up. Which is something that I think people okay. ignore a right. lot of. I think you physically have signs could be that you're not sleeping, could be that you get headaches, it could be that you're not hungry. It's many things that um, your body Mm -hmm. tells you and you tend to push it back by your mind thinking that, no, this is the way I should be or this is what I should be following. So I, I guess, had a point in London where I I did lose from that six months quite a lot Mm -hmm. of weight and... Mm -hmm. I physically saw it one day. I didn't notice it until one day. I just yeah. said, well, I'm really small and I'm still eating a lot. I'm still doing the same workout, same things I was doing. What's going on? Yeah. Um, and that's literally when I decided to become okay, a Okay, so that trainer. kind of rose your awareness and you're like, I need to know, I need to figure yeah. out, get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And then I just developed this fascination for the body, this fascination for movement. Um and for breath, so Pilates was kind of in London, yeah, it was where I started when I was 22, was 22, okay. yeah, um, and I, I've always loved moving, I've always loved running, I've always been very active, but this type of movement, I never understood, so I did um, a class, because I was helping a Lebanese woman open a studio mm-hmm. in London, so I was doing all the business back-end stuff, and I did one class, and I had no idea why I couldn't okay. do it. Yeah. Um, why my my ribs didn't move, why why my body didn't gel into uh, movement patterns that I in myself I thought I should right. know this. I'm really active. Okay. I should be able to move from this part of my body. And I So couldn't. it challenged you. Yeah. Yeah. But big time. And then I realized, gosh, okay, so my body is very stressed. Mm-hmm. And it's probably been very stressed for a while, but I've just been quite a very active go, go, go person. So without knowing it, I think the mind body connection or communication, I wasn't aware of until literally my first class. And I remember my instructor, Matt, and we're still in contact. He's an awesome guy. 
and he made me laugh in the class. <laughs> he made me enjoy it. And that was the decision. That day I decided this is what awesome. I want to do. That's so cool. It so, kind of forced yeah. you to be in tune with your body because if, if you hadn't experienced that yeah. class and that awareness, then you would not even know mm. what your body was going through on a day-to-day basis and what it was facing just because you just adapt and you say, okay, well, this is my normal. But in reality, your normal could be so much better. <laughs> so that's amazing. Yes. And it was mm-hmm. a shock. It was quite a shock to kind of realize, whoa, my, why can't my brain tell my body to do this? Right. Like, well, I'm, I'm telling it, but I'm not, it's not correlating into my, into my body, into my nervous system. It's just not understanding, like a whole new language, yeah. really. And that's exactly what it was um, for your muscles and your, and your brain, right? Yeah. 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 Connecting it was so, and I'm quite a perfectionist, so trying to learn <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But um, <laughs> that's yes. another challenge. But trying, that was my challenge. I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. I want to teach this. And then that's kind of changed my journey. Moved to Sydney, was a personal trainer there, and then moved to Dubai, and now I'm in Kuwait. Wow, so amazing. <laughs> Such yeah. a journey. And so it, it seems yeah. like it was at that point where you began kind of taking responsibility for your energy, your thoughts, you know, your, your body. And how did that carry over into all the other aspects of your life once you made that decision to be more in tune to you? Oh, gosh. It took me, I would say, a while to process Um, because I think when you start to connect with your body a lot more, you start to see yourself in a completely different Mm -hmm. way. You start to identify maybe things that you thought. I think a lot of us externalize things. So, um, you know, we reflect to someone else maybe, oh, that's annoyed me. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. wrong life is da 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 versus understanding that gosh maybe there's something going on within us yes. that we're reflecting out to others and it's quite daunting when you kind of start to see that that's happening um and then to try and change your own I guess behavior mm-hmm. and be kind to yourself in the process not get frustrated not um yeah not get frustrated with your own reaction yeah. to things because you ha- you literally are challenging, I guess, a lot of what you used to believe right. about how you see the world or perceive the world. So your perception is completely, completely transformed. Yeah. And you're kind of telling yourself like your emotions are, are not bad or good. You know, they're not a negative or a positive. Yes. You're just identifying with them, yes. but how you project and how yeah. you react to those emotions. And that's what makes it a positive or negative. Definitely. And I think when you, as one of my best friends told me a few years ago, there's lots of gray in life. And I'll never forget that mm-hmm. she said that. And I always thought thought that was probably one of the, the, the most prominent moments. It was actually at her wedding oh, wow. day. And we were talking and she was like, I miss, she said, I miss you so much, but I want you to remember there's so much gray. And I kind of had like a reflective point of like, oh yeah. yeah. And it's okay to be in yes. gray. Even though a lot of the time I was a very black and white person, I was well, not right or wrong, but this way, from my own perception, seemed like the way to go or the path yes. to take. But now I'm understanding, stepping back, especially with friendships, that we all have our own journey to to go on, to follow. Yeah. 
and lessons to learn and it's at our own time that we will learn them you cannot you cannot kind of inflict either your beliefs or even your values anything on someone else you can just be there to support them yes and that for me was a kind of quite a change um and that's when I kind of decided that I wanted to go into the coaching and go into helping people in this way um yeah from my own it's like every every day I guess if you're open to it you will learn something new. yes but you have to be open to learning about yourself to see it um versus try and see things through other people if that makes sense and so I'm sure that at that point like it had such probably a positive impact on your relationships because I bet at that point you decided okay I'm going to be a lot more understanding and a lot more forgiving you know and with that change perspective also you know it comes a changed reaction yes and I think knowing that um, everyone has their now their own path their own timing and their own understanding of how the world works yeah, and it's, it's, I think, I think normally, well, not, not now, now we're getting all the time to stop, which I think we actually all need right now, be it the circumstances are terrible. I think, you know, nowadays we yeah. go, 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 everything is so fast paced or was um, that we tend to forget uh, to let someone or let people around us follow their own path in a way that's not reflected against us I think a lot of the time with yes. relationships I know um, your relationship <laughs> expert so you can probably tell me more about this <laughs> but um in terms of how we see yes. someone reacting taking it personally feel, mm-hmm. it's about us or this must be about me yeah but really um, they're expressing what they're expressing yeah. for themselves uh and giving them space yeah giving them space to to digest what they need to is something I've definitely learned when I opened the studio. Oh, congratulations so I opened a on that. That's about awesome. Nearly four years ago. And yeah, thank you. And managing staff, understanding, gosh, the whole process has also taught me a lot. So that was a big, that was a big learning curve, but in the best way possible because yeah. you just have so much more compassion for people. Um, and you can step back. The step back is, I find one thing I have learned. Yes, let them come to you a little bit and show show you what they need from you. And that's a that's such a good mutual mutual ground for both of you. Yeah. 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 And then you realize you are two different people. You see the world in completely different ways. And you don't necessarily have to agree, but you can be understanding and open to learning. So yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. You know, when you allow for space, you know, to connect with somebody, they, you meet each other where you're at. And from that point, I feel like it's much more of a natural um, relationship that way. It's not Mm. forced. It's not, there's no expectations. It's just allowing for that authentic bond to form and where you guys overlap. That's where you agree, but you can have a wonderful relationship, even if you don't have a mutual agreement on everything you know it can be certain things here and there and it's amazing what kind of perspective you guys can both add to one another just by having different viewpoints yeah for sure and I think having that openness I think that's why I love travel so much and exploring because sometimes you're put in positions that aren't comfortable for you or are completely new 
and if you relax into yes. it and just enjoy the, the flow of where you are, what's going on, then it's kind of like a relationship, I guess, and friendship or or any other way. You can learn a new way of doing something or understand a new process versus fight it. I yeah. agree. Yes. Very cool. And so after all of this travel and being able to to get such a perspective and just a wide view of how the world works. Um, at what point did you decide, I want to bring all of this knowledge and experience to the online space? Oh gosh. So that was definitely a challenge for me. I would say this has been the biggest challenge actually, um, mainly to put myself out there to, yeah, yeah. I found um, it was kind of a pull. It still is. And I'm still, I'm still learning and growing a lot with the process. Um, but I guess yeah. being putting myself out as in a face of this is me and this is what I want to share and do. I was definitely conflicted in the sense that I thought, you know, what can I give to the world? Literally, what can I give? Right. I think we all go through that. Yeah. I think we do, you know, but the truth is each one of us has an added perspective yeah. and a different vantage point that we can share. From. Yeah. And that is what makes it so powerful. Yeah. And I think, just observing and watching how other people are doing it and literally being themselves is the nicest thing about it that we have all of these outlets now on social media and and understanding that it's okay to be you and maybe some people won't gel with you some people won't it won't be kind of their vibe but that's okay as long as you know it's coming from a place of love and a place to help and I definitely have that yes um I have for a very long time and I have, I guess, with my Pilates clients, my personal training clients, gosh, I've been doing that for 14 years now. I naturally was doing that in the process. Right. So, and actually, I think most of them, my sweet, sweet clients, they they were also very, very encouraging. Before I even actually became a life coach, um, they kept yeah. saying, you should be doing this stuff. You're really, really good. You helped me out so much on different levels. And then I just realized, um, actually I love helping like it's it brings yes. me a lot of self-fulfillment I guess yeah yeah and so basically your decision to do that was an affirmation yeah. of everything they were already yeah. telling you and it just and that's super yeah helpful. <laughs> and I think sometimes again mm -hmm. like go 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 life and fighting a physical sign um you you get into a routine. Same with my instructing. I got into a routine. I had my I had my work and this is what I do. And I think sometimes we tend to create our own identity based on what we do. Either job yes. or maybe you teach, maybe you're a lawyer, maybe anything that that becomes you mm -hmm. when it's, it's not you. It's part of what you do. Exactly. So, yeah. And it, and it's kind of actually the opposite. It's kind of, you know, who you are is then shown through what yeah. you do and part of you gets shared that way, but we do, we sometimes internalize and identify it opposite of that. And that's where we get mixed up and we kind of can lose who we are when we decide to switch careers or switch environments or, you know, switch our expertise. And then it's like, okay, well that was part of me. Yeah. And yes, it's definitely part of mm -hmm. your journey, but it's not like a part of you's missing when you change exactly. that. Exactly. 
And I think that was a big, it did take me a little while to detach from what I've spent so long doing and loving. And I still absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. But I've realized that that's just a part of what I do. And I think many people do attach themselves to a label of maybe it makes them feel um, very successful or like they are achieving a lot in their life based on a specific title or based on, you know, working the corporate ladder, which if you're happy with that, that's awesome. If it generally is what you want. But I've noticed a lot of people, their love or their passion is something completely different. Um, True. I had a client yes. that, for example, a wee while ago, I had a client and she wanted to raise honeybees, but originally was a okay. lawyer. And so okay. her passion was bees. And it was really fascinating, like to just to hear when you actually really speak to people. And I think that's why I like coaching. And I also still love instructing as well, because you hear people's stories and you, you can learn so much from them. Um, and it opens yes. your your mindset as well to mm-hmm. even understanding yourself I mean my clients have taught me so much be it that they feel it's the opposite I completely think it's the flip I always I always learn by watching them grow absolutely yeah so fortunate really fortunate it just kind of was the natural shift towards now what I'm diving into more I guess into coaching into online work and now I'm studying psychology, so that's whole that's whole different. <laughs> awesome, good yeah. for you. So yeah. it's it's okay, so, I guess, when I talk to people that to change what either what you what you do, career path, anything in life, we're always in constant change, which I feel is really representative of what's happening right now. Every day is different. Yes, and. Yes. And embracing that and just knowing that it's okay that things change, perspectives change, circumstances change, you know, and I feel that the only things that shouldn't change within us are our core values, but everything else is meant to change and that's okay. And I think maybe this time for a lot of people has brought up a lot of emotion. I mean, I know I can feel it. The energy in the world is completely transforming um, because people are having to stop and you're identifying yourself. So we've got this time to just be with yourself. Yeah. And it is, it's really scary for most people because, you know, most people will get up, do their day, be busy most of the day, have all these things to do, come home, eat, sleep, repeat it. Now we have time to embrace what we actually need, either physically or mentally or emotionally, really. And it is, it's a very uncomfortable thing, but it's something that I think we all, need to do more of um so yeah it's it's definitely an eye-opening experience um but I'm embracing it for sure and you know supporting everyone as much as I can which I know you are as well yes and I and I do feel that you know it's like it it is a reflection of who we are when we go through a challenging time because it forces you to look inward and say what, what am I made of? What are, what are my strengths? Yep. What am I struggling with? Yeah. And, and why, you know, and who can I reach out to for help? So it, it raises a lot of questions, but they're necessary questions for all of us to grow and also for all of us. To yeah, connect. for sure. And I think, I think sometimes these big questions are what most people run away from. 
because the reality of yeah when you're busy and when you're living your life I think it can be a distraction from sometimes deeper your deeper True. thoughts or your your even your deeper desires for your own life and I think that's what's being challenged a lot now is we're put in a position to think yes. about everything now and yes and also what is our value without our you know label or our routine or who we thought we were yeah even I felt that I think I missed my clients I missed the connection of seeing them um and they do they make such an important part of my life especially here in Kuwait um but now just kind of sitting and understanding that you know um being a being separate a separate identity I guess well from from that yeah. as a role that I take um, and then what I'm also wanting to shift into it's it's in a way kind of forcing me now to really focus on this which is not a bad thing but um right it, it makes you it yeah. forces you to focus yeah. on what we should be focusing yeah. on right <laughs> yes it's like a mandatory yes. redirect which I feel yeah it's it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing I feel like everyone is going through it and it, it really depends on how you take the process. And I know it's not an easy thing. Financially, a lot of people are going to struggle, um, which is really, really heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and there's so much stress and there's so much um, uncertainty. But, um, you know, just being being in your space and focus on the simple things every day, I think really help right now. The fact that, you know, yes. first you have a ha- you have a roof over your head you have water you have food you have your health and then you have yourself and your time um applying around it obviously you're so you're super busy you're a mama so you're doing very well (laughs) right (laughs) I most definitely am it's completely different for everyone right now but I think I think we're going to all come together in a bigger way um and reaching out like you say to your community um even time to speak with you I mean we were passing chips for ages (laughs) I know we were and you know it it does it forces you to slow down and so even though we still have our things to do and still go about our days you know we're Mm. in the home we're you know connecting we're aware and it just brings more people together so yeah I'm super excited that we were able to do this and um yeah and I would love for you to leave our audiences with some tips if they keep kind of falling into that pattern of, you know, maybe losing their identity or not being aware and they just feel like they can't quite get that grip on the life that they desire. What are some tips you can give sure, towards gosh. that? All right. Just let me start. <laughs> um, firstly, I would <laughs> say be really, really kind to yourself because it's completely normal and I don't think sometimes people hit a wall a big wall um and they feel like it's just such a challenge and it may feel like that just like what's happening now but baby steps yeah um taking space not being so hard on yourself being kind to yourself and just sitting with it for a bit because you don't have to rush nothing is ever a rush it's just taking time to process um, first of all, where you're at right now, and then looking at maybe where you would like to shift, which I know is going to be happening around the world right now, um, be it maybe countries, be True. it relationships, be it careers. Um, there's going to be a lot of shifting, but just being patient to process, 
because there's a lot of uncertainty. And then baby steps, breaking it down and not forcing yourself to all of a sudden go from, I guess, you know, maybe you're a lawyer, maybe you're a doctor. I go back to those things, which are great, great career paths, but maybe you've gone from such such an identity that flipping feels completely foreign yeah um you can still do and I always tell people that you can always stay with what you're doing and start to transform in a different way um without fully leaving if that makes you feel more comfortable I mean some people are jump shit people I have done that a few times I've completely jumped but I was um a lot younger then I guess so now 10 years Mm -hmm. later um my responsibilities are a little bit different. I have staff, I have, it's very, very different. So um, a lot more tied down to taking care of others is how I see it. So you don't yeah. have to push, you know, you can just do it step by step gradually. Yeah. And don't you feel like we're always the ones that put timelines on ourselves? Like we're just like, oh, we have to do it by this amount of time or I'm taking too long or I need to catch up. But there really is not a timeline. It's it's when it's meant yeah. to be for each individual. I think, t- and again, time is really, really appropriate <laughs> for this conversation. Eh? <laughs> too funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do. We put so much yeah. time and pressure on that time to achieve by a certain date or a year where we should be in our lives. Um, and I think, you know, if you if you listen, you take that time to process what where you would like to go, which direction you'd like to go, you'll make it happen. It does take time, though. It should take time. Um, yeah. I remember I think I was 20. Yes. I think I would have been 23. And I, I knew, I said to myself, by 30, I'll have my own studio. And it literally did. By 30, mm-hmm. I opened it. And it takes time. And yeah, I was okay with that taking time. Um, but it's an achievement for yourself to feel yourself grow in that time. I grew so much in the time that I had. So it's okay. Give yourself space. Give yourself time. And that's how yeah. you grow and learn. Absolutely. And that shows a lot of self-reflection on your part because you didn't say, okay, I'm going to have this in two years from now. I'm going to have this in, you know, three years or whatever, you know, you were just, you gave yourself that grace to take Mm -hmm. the time and grow and build before you open that studio. But it's still amazing achievement, but it's awesome that, you know, you were being kind and you were embodying all those principles for yourself and you allowed yourself to take that time and work on you while you're yeah, doing things something. Yeah, things like anything. Because um, obviously I've been a personal trainer as well. And people focus on weight loss or mm-hmm. when can I achieve a physical goal. And the biggest changes I've seen in clients are when they actually learn to change their life, their lifestyle, the way they eat, the way they sleep, the way they see mm-hmm. themselves, not just the physical weight loss itself. Um, which is a good, I guess, right. way of representing the same as any other change that you have it's gradual and in that time of graduation you learn baby lessons or little lessons that at the time you may feel like it's nothing that important or it's not that big a deal but it's huge over time that's how your transformation becomes set I guess and how you are and that's how you learn yeah there are all yeah. those building blocks all those steps yeah, until the exactly. complete picture. that's the magic mm-hmm. part because I don't think, I mean, gosh, if we could all click our fingers to do something, 
probably many people would, but that, but that, that yeah. Means, but then, how would you know how you got there? How would you understand? Right. Yeah. How and would also, you understand the processes? Yeah. Exactly. And how would you appreciate it? Yeah, you appreciate it so much because you're like, oh my gosh, this took this many years and all these little lessons and all these connections and this, you know, and then you exactly. appreciate it so and much then that's, more. That's life is going through that. And we're never, yeah. we're always growing. I think sometimes people get very frustrated thinking that I'm sure, you know, with, um, you know, everything you talk about with relationships that are, oh, but if I just fix this or change this, I should be here. And it's not that simple. Yes, <laughs> I hear that a lot. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that simple. Yes. You right. Yeah. And and I feel yeah. like the the more complex it is, you know, mm-hmm. to deal with and to go through, the Agreed. bigger the reward. And then that's, the end. But that's literally your transformation, isn't it? When you've when you've when you've implemented something, it is, and you will see it change over time. And then you realize, gosh, I've come from here to here. Yeah. And now, now look at how easy I'm dealing with something or how I communicate or I think, yeah, that, that time, again, what we have now (laughs) is what we all need um, (laughs) to stop and to reflect as hard as it is for some people. And I know it is, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not. Yep, it just it just takes time and and focus. Yeah, and definitely. Away, because sometimes know? I think we all have ideas of how our life will pan out or what we would we would like to achieve or do. And I love that. I love having goals. I love being really focused. I'm I'm always quite a driven person, which I know you are too. I can tell. But sometimes also yes. it comes together, <laughs> but not necessarily in the way that you think it might. And that's the magic of life. Hmm. It is. Yes, it is. So on that note, I would love if you gave us maybe one or two takeaways all about everything that we've shared today and everything that you've taught us. (laughs) I know you've already given us so many good bits of knowledge, but is there one thing that you could share with us that, you know, will just help when people are looking back on this conversation and what is something I can do to, um, to hold space for other people and to be self-aware and allow that to begin the process of, you know, you know, growing into the life you want. I think firstly being really kind to yourself um, and Mm -hmm. not judging yourself is quite a big one. Uh, because I think there's a lot of pressure. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we're all human. We all have our own, we all had different backgrounds. We all grew up differently. Um, We all had different life experiences and it doesn't make you better or worse than someone else. It just makes you, you and um, appreciating those lessons and kind of working through, working through things that maybe you find painful or challenging it's really important yeah. that yeah. if you become comfortable with yourself, you can then um, develop more compassion for others, I think. And I think we need lots more yes. compassion in the world. I think it's great to allow other people to be themselves and not judge, you know, I so agree. kind of full circle in that way. Yeah. And also I agree. be brave. Yeah. That's my other, that's my other um, piece of mm-hmm. tips. 
Those are beautiful. Yeah. I mean, definitely see, yeah. see things through a different lens and, you yeah. know, be open, be brave and be compassionate to yourself and others. Those Thank are you. wonderful. Tips. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I know that a lot of people will want to follow you and continue your journey. And I would love for you to tell us how we can, you know, stay on top of this conversation and how people can reach out to you on either Instagram, Facebook, or through email. You can find me on, oh, my Instagram is nurtured by Nicole. So that's N-U-R-T-U-R-E-D by Nicole, my name. And uh, my email is hello at nurturedbynicole.com. And my website is the same, nurturedbynicole.com. Um, I have a little following, but I'm pretty blessed. I'm loving them awesome. a bit. So if you feel like being entertained. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that is all that matters, yeah. you know, just pouring your heart into those yeah. people that, you know, they're your people, you know, that's, that's your, yeah, that's your clan of people that is going to look up to you yeah. and, you know, connect with you and, you know, and you get so much from them too. Like I've learned that, like you were mentioning earlier, as much as you pour into other people, they teach you so much and you learn so much about yourself by all those amazing connections. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. It really, really meant so much. Oh, thank you. And I'm so glad we finally got to connect and I hope that we get to do many more collaborations in the future. I really would. It's been amazing. Awesome. Well, wonderful. I will, we'll connect soon again and have a wonderful rest of Thank your you week love. And, and weekend. Yeah. And do look after yourselves. Take it every day as it comes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a review and a comment. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Tune in again next week for another episode of Discover a Better You podcast.